0: The Trials of Apollo, The Hidden Oracle, Chapter 21. Up in my business, always burning oracles, Roman's gonna hate. I was a dramatic god.
1: I thought my last statement was... Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve.
2: And I'm Brayden.
1: And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted.
2: Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week.
0: Slay opening. Slay. I read this. I was like, me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ava, Neve, how are we this week?
1: Okay, I'm. I'm okay. Um, I got over my post grad weird illness thing that knocked me flat for like a week, um, which was crazy. And now there's like haze outside because of oh. the. Fires in Canada or something. Um, if anyone is Canadian listening to this, I hope you're okay. Um, I really, I don't 100% know what's going on, but I, I hope everyone is okay. Um, but Sharp left. I've been watching, um, I started a new show on Hulu. Um, I started watching The Great with like Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt, like about Catherine the Great. And it's so interesting. I really like it because it's like, historical drama but it's also a total satire and it's so modern and like from a historical lens that's really interesting so that's been taking up a lot of my my um mental energy I really like it so yeah just kind of preparing for the rest of my summer that will start going and not stop once it really starts
0: yeah me I'm good I just got back from my uh avoiding thinking about graduation vacation. (laughs) So now I'm back from that, but I lovely time touring all around Ireland. I saw like all of the areas that I don't normally get to see because my um, family lives in the West of Ireland, like Galway area. Uh, So I'd actually had never been to Dublin before this trip, which like pretty big city important there Weird that I hadn't been there. Um, So it was cool to see that. And then went like all down the South coast of Ireland. It was so much fun. Um, it was really cool to see all of the different little cities. We got lost once and accidentally ended up driving a, uh, road that was like in the mountains. Um, and we were like up at the top of these in this enormous mountain range with a single little like fence that is normally just meant to keep sheep from going other places like at the edge. And that was the only thing that was keeping our car like from falling off the road. I thought it was really cool and pretty, but the rest of my family, it was me and my dad being like, it's nice up here. How pretty. And when the rest of my family was like ah, like freaking the <laughs> fuck out. So, um, that was fun. Uh, but it was a great trip and now I'm back and have to think about my actual life and finding a job that is not my waitressing job. So super excited for that. How are you? Prada?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, not super exciting over here either. Uh, I am making the most of my plan fitness membership. When you don't live <laughs> around your friends, uh, you can spend two to three hours in the gym, just listening mm-hmm. to podcasts. And I like just like lose track of time because I have nowhere else to be besides work. Um, but I, I got a, a, big boy job that starts in September so I'm spending the the summer uh trying to figure out moving and relocating and that stuff but uh yeah that's Slay and I'm very happy but it's also very stressful and I'm also starting another like my summer job and I'm doing other work. I'm doing freelance work. I'm doing a lot of trying to fill my time. I signed up for Fiverr. If you want me to edit videos or podcasts for you, you can hire me there. <laughs> because we live in a gig economy. And uh, I need cash. So, yeah. But other than that, we're doing well. I just, I've been blazing through the other two on Max uh fantastic show! Really fucking funny. Um,
1: Wait, is it like a sitcom?
2: It's yes. It's a little more dramatic than a sitcom, but it's a it's a sitcom. It's a co- it's a comedy show.
0: Ooh.
2: Um, but it's basically about the two siblings of a kid who's basically like Justin Bieber, Jacob S- Sartorius, kind of like becomes famous singer online, and it's but it's about his sibling, his like adult siblings. It's really funny. Uh Molly Shannon, Wanda Sykes are in it. Um I highly recommend it. That's my like recommendation uh of the week as I've watched almost two and a half seasons on in the past like 3 days and only not further than that because season 3 is currently airing on Max. So I have to wait to I've caught up to the the weekly uh release schedule now. So
1: Nice, yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention I'm in my Try Guys era. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, wow. I am
1: nine years behind the times, um, and I have finally gotten into the Try Guys videos. And their podcast is really fun to walk to. Um, I just like hearing funny people talk about dumb shit, and so it's for me.
2: That's just so I really
1: love the Try Guys. It's yeah, they're good. They're good. They're always funny.
2: I've been really catching up on, uh, the I got really behind on Lost Culturistas, Bone Yang and Matt Rogers' podcast. I've really been catching up.
1: The award, like the nominations came out today. They're so yes. funny.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, I love them. They're so funny. They were uh, great on the last episode of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Though I think oh God. a couple episodes behind now that, that this, this, this uh, episode is dropping in like three weeks after that, that episode of drag race drops but
0: i forgot to mention i watched the entire mermaid documentary on my flight to ireland you
2: did it was, it was so, so good, good. <laughs> we,
0: we'll talk more about it later but oh my god life-changing well, documentary. well
2: i can't remember what it's called now because i watched it all yeah. the one- <clears throat> i would like to recommend it though what was it called
0: uh, it was
1: on netflix I watched it's
2: it. a mermaid documentary on netflix it's about people who like do career mermaiding
1: I want to watch it so much. <laughs> <nice. laughs>
2: it's like... Mer-
0: People. It's called Mer People.
2: It's called Mer People.
0: It's excellent. It's,
2: it's a Great solid, like, watch. four hours.
0: Yeah. I was captivated the entire time. And I also, um, between flights, figure, watched an entire season, the first season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <gasps> Love he right. was watching another sitcom i don't know if it's good enough for me to like actually bother to keep watching it but like i loved watching the one season that was included on the Aer Lingus plane like it's area um, it was like it, they only had season one and season seven so even when i finished season one on the flight home i couldn't like keep going um but it was really interesting very funny um, it feels like weird, though. Like it is like kind of propaganda.
2: Yeah, it, but
0: like it is really funny.
2: It was very like pre, uh, not even pre, because problems with cops have always existed. But the people who made the show have been very anti-cop, so yeah, I feel fine about it. I don't think I could rewatch it now in twenty twenty three. But so I understand. It feels I very whenever it. like twenty fifteen
0: fourteen feels yeah. very whenever it came out. But it was very funny, so might keep watching. We'll see.
2: Well, with that, welcome back to Return to Camp Half Blood. This week we are discussing the Trials of Apollo, the Hidden Oracle, chapters twenty one through twenty four, through the theme of charisma. Do you like my dramatic pause for? I
0: liked it.
2: it uh... Um I think I am summarizing this week. You are. So oh, you were already ready with that timer. <laughs> do you do the stopwatch? Do you count up? Go. Oh, okay. So they're talking about there's a bunch of oracles. One is the books. Um, the others we don't really care about, and then there's a grove. Um and then we we go in the woods because they're going in the woods to find the grove, because it's in the woods. Um, And then they find these geysers, well, but, like, one geyser spirit. And he's talking about how he's marketing the woods. That goes on for a really, really long time. (laughs) Like, (laughs) really, really long. Um, And then they get attacked by giant ants. Um, And Apollo has a battle ukulele. Um, And Meg gets kidnapped by one of the ants, question mark? We kind of leave off on a, like cliffhanger
0: you're done that's good that Thank was you. good <laughs> hey do you think the grove is in the woods I'm not, I'm not really <clears throat> sure if the grove is in the woods
2: i mean <clears throat> i'm not either
0: <laughs> said it like over and over that was good though if this, the time.
2: if this whole book is actually set in the woods at camp half-blood honestly inspired yeah because like really bringing it home is a really clever decision. I don't know. I Rick Rick really got us with this one.
0: <laughs> he he really has us like hook line and sinker on this book.
1: Yeah. All
2: right. What songs?
1: I I just chose a funny again. Let's go. Midnight Train to Georgia by Gladys Knight. You know, how on modern family they're like i'll be with him (laughs) i think it's the one of the funniest songs ever not funny in nature but to envision like a slow-mo fight scene with these amps to to midnight train to georgia (laughs) i love
2: midnight
0: train mine is also kind of silly so i support your decision Mine
2: is um, also... So, yeah, it's on... on it, has to be, chapters. it
0: has to be Sweet Caroline.
2: <laughs> okay, someone did it, yeah.
0: I have to. That's yeah. so funny that that's, like, the song of destruction. Because I agree. <laughs> I literally agree so much.
2: No, that was such a funny choice. It made so much sense. Um, I worked very hard trying to find... A like hardcore ukulele song,
0: um,
2: when I tell you it doesn't exist, like you cannot make a ukulele sound anything but like kind of sad and happy at the same time, but nothing that worked. I was like going for ironic, and I couldn't even get ironic. um, but I kind of this took me in a direction of mother, mother.
0: Oh, you no, know, and that was the correct direction.
2: Because they kind of, like, any of their songs could be played on a ukulele, and that gives, and they give very uh Apollo vibes to me. I agree. So I chose um, Hayloft by Mother Mother because, or- as, as the battle sequence song here. Um, I also, I thought about because it's Pride Month and this song is, uh, relevant currently and I I thought about including it but it didn't really make sense and I didn't want to go completely comedic and include padum padum uh by Kylie Minogue uh, just because I think Apollo would be really really into it and I just had to say that I agree um I didn't I didn't see it at first but I've listened to it in full now as of like right before this podcast, I'd only heard snippets of it and listened to it in full. And I'm like, okay, it's still not Kylie Minogue's best work, but I like, okay, it's, fan- it's kind of funny. It's just, it's kind of a meme and it's good enough. So I see how it, how it got here. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: What were our favorite moments?
1: I thought the ants were really funny. Something they're about funny. They scared the shit out of me. They're terrifying, but something about like big ant, like, is that real? Like they're so small in it, real life.
2: It does. <laughs> what your problem is that they're that they're small in real life. It's the suspension of disbelief you can't do on this. This is the line for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess it might be actually. <laughs> well, wait. I, every summer, my garage has an ant problem. I don't know why they get in, but I mean, it's a garage. So it's not that bad, but it's just like the threat of them coming into our house. Cause sometimes that happens. Sometimes it doesn't. And so I've been seeing a lot of ants in their true size lately. It's, it's hard to suspend.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I do just think it's funny where it's like, how we run out? Of right. monsters?
1: That's the thing. It's like, it's like, random.
2: It, it feels very random. So they're an ants. But they're big
1: Exactly. That's what's funny about it. It's random because it's like you just chose some insect and blew it up real big. Ant-Man backwards.
2: Ant-Man backwards. But also sometimes Ant-Man.
1: Yeah, also sometimes true.
0: <laughs> we make a lot of sense here mm-hmm. on this podcast.
2: Yes, we do.
1: We all have we back have only now.
2: We we went from uh seeing each other all the time to this to a point where like this is our chance to talk again. So I think our episodes are going to get more unhinged again as they, as they were when we were completely remote. Um, but yes, uh, big ants. What other what were other favorite moments?
1: Um,
0: there were a couple like philosophical moments in this. Let me try. I think I screenshotted one of them. The whole thing with the marketing was like not philosophical but it just made me laugh. Yeah. Of like the it's again like the same like thing that we dealt with in the original series of like like so so called minor gods feeling like they don't get enough attention but like now they're just trying to become like girl boss brand associates to counteract that. And it did happen for a very
1: long time. Yeah, it was like a whole chapter.
2: It was so long, but I was real amused by it. Yeah. So it, it, it had me going. Yeah. I was just a big fan of the battle of ukulele, um, and that Harley made it for him. Oh, it's I so know. cute. Oh, it was just so sweet.
0: Yeah.
2: Love it. All right, let's I take can't a wait break. Wait
0: to see what it does. You know it's going to have a secret power that's going to reveal itself later on in, like, the big climax battle. It's like, it actually turns into, like, a machine gun or something.
1: He's going to, like, play Wonderwall and everyone's going to die. Yeah.
2: That's what happens anytime anyone plays Wonderwall.
1: Exactly, because no one wants to hear it. Exactly.
2: With that, let's take a break and then we'll come back to talk about the theme of charisma.
0: All right, we're back. Charisma. Where where
1: do we want to go first? That's one thing I don't think the ants have. Truth. Yeah. There yeah. is a
0: brief moment I wanted to mention in regards to this of Apollo being like, "Oh my god, everyone hates me." Like like self-doubt and like bouncing back from that with his like normal like you could call it chari- like I guess you could call it egotistical charisma, but it's just interesting to watch a God experience like an emotion like that of like, oh my God, everyone hates me. It's all my fault. And I'm terrible. Like that is crazy. Especially that God being Apollo of all, of all the choices. um But that was an interesting, they didn't expand on it that much. I feel like Rick could have gone more into that, like experiencing self-doubt for the first time. But I thought that was interesting.
2: Yeah. It is just interesting to see Apollo in a very stereotypical uh, Percy Jackson Mm -hmm. theme uh, being put in that, like, Rick loves a clever way out plot line. Yeah. All, All of his characters have pretty crazy off the charts charisma in that like they can just they're so good at convincing people in a way that sometimes gets unbelievable and like how are these like gods and monsters and spirits so fucking stupid true like they're tricked so easily by these kids but it depends who does it how much i believe you know Mm
0: mm-hmm
2: like Annabeth and Percy are pretty good at it. I think Percy became good at it because he learned from Annabeth and that feels believable. Yeah. And then Apollo having that quality also makes sense. Yeah. It made no sense when Jason did it. Yeah. J- Jason, like, I would say Piper, Leo, and Annabeth are like talk apps. Talk your way out of things and then Percy can kind of fall into that category sometimes but when the other characters do it it's a little unbelievable mm-hmm. especially when they're just like a powerhouse and you just fight them anyways you know
1: yeah. it's I like think occasionally hazel can do it but like for frank absolutely not
2: yeah exactly like hazel is like endearing as a person and okay. i think can like could like convince you to but i don't think she's like particularly persuasive because i don't think she's looking to be she's a little too uh up front
0: yeah yeah
2: like reyna too i think has that same problem of like reyna is no bullshit so you can't which is a quality i really admire but it it lacks charisma and that you have a hard time convincing people of things when you're strong willed on your own you kind of have to you have to appear more pliable than you are to be charismatic you know yeah i will also say our little uh geyser man very charismatic very endearing
0: he's trying so hard yes
2: He's putting in so much work and like, I wish I could remember his name.
0: It was Pete. Pete.
2: Pete. Thank you. Uh, big okay. fan of Pete. He really, um, he really knows his stuff too. Like he, he's really uh, on the ground working. He is doing a grassroots campaign. He knows exactly what the woods needs to market itself.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's also it kind of so hard. Sorry,
1: what, Ava? Oh, I was just saying he's also kind of caring, too. Like, at the very end, he was very sweet. He was like, I hope this doesn't interfere with, like, daily life, at camp half-blood, whatever. And I was like, that's not the most useful, like... <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like you seem pretty determined, sir. But, um... I don't know. It's sweet, you know, the thought. So, I don't know. He He... Seemed like a actual very like humanity focused marketing person. And there are those people. Uh but it was just cool to see one.
2: Yeah. He he wasn't particularly um helpful, let's no. say. No. But he was real and he sweet. had the
0: spirit. And that's yeah. charisma. He yeah. had the spirit.
2: Yes. And we're proud of him for that. And I was just kind of happy that he didn't turn out to, like, eat them.
0: Yeah. I know. It, I was waiting for the moment that he turned evil. And I was like, please don't let this poor, dumb little little guy turn evil. And he just he just made a mistake that attracted some giant ants.
2: Yeah. It was, like, it, was, all make actually, it was actually really refreshing to have a moment where, like, not All these gods and spirits and everything are bad because I feel like, especially in the uh, Heroes of Olympus books, like everyone was unhelpful and evil.
0: True, true.
2: And that just doesn't feel like a realistic uh, portrayal of the world, yeah. I know I know that's not necessarily what we're looking for in our fantasy fiction um, but still i I like having a little bit of a more nuanced approach to everything yeah Should we also talk about uh Rachel in the beginning and the uh revelation that she is not as special as she was told
1: hmm Yeah. I appreciate that she kind of stuck up for herself, though.
2: No, it was very slight. I have so much respect for her.
1: Yeah, I do like Rachel.
2: It really, to me, spoke to how charismatic Apollo is, mm-hmm. especially when he was a god, in that, like, charisma is often something associated with lying, let's be real. Um, <laughs> and, like, it's your uh, It's not only this, but it speaks to your like ability to pull off a lie. Yeah, is like your ability to convince people of something. Yeah, and like convincing someone that they're special when they're not, when they're a little flop. When they're a little fl- a little flop tita. A little flop tita. <laughs> um, then, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's okay. Any other thoughts about charisma?
1: I guess it just, I don't know, I never realized how far it got like pretty much universally every character in these books.
2: Like, it it is like a
1: valued quality.
2: It's such a valued quality. And I think, I think it's. Speaks to rick's writing style primarily where it's like rick enjoys writing these like more clever less battle scenes more um trickery and like subverting expectations of how something is supposed to play out is just a like repeated approach across his work like not just even the Percy Jackson stuff, like even in the Kane Chronicles and the the Magnus Chase books, this like, I'm not going to fight them. I'm going to, because they're too big to fight. So I'm going to find a way around that and come up with a different way to, to come up with how to get out of this problem. Um, yeah. I, I said that in the most convoluted way possible. But.
1: No, I get what you mean though.
2: And it's definitely, I enjoy it a lot more Than just having an unending sequence of battle scenes Or, like, there's, like, this one magic thing you can do To get out of this thing When it's more, like, about personability Mm -hmm. We learn more about the characters And Rick has always been more character-focused than plot-focused
1: Yeah Um, Clearly Clearly
2: sass moments
0: let me find this yes. let's see okay.
2: mine is just the opening moment of these chapters uh i was a dramatic god i thought my last statement was a great line i expected gaffs perhaps some organ music in the background maybe the lights would go out just before i could say more moments later i'd be found dead with a knife in my back that would be exciting Wait, I'm a mortal, murder would kill me, never mind. Um, <laughs> at any rate, none of that happened.
1: So
0: disappointing. I feel that about everything that I say, so.
2: It was a fantastic monologue. Put it in your book,
1: actors.
0: Literally, <laughs> Please.
1: That was so true.
0: Mine was um, in the middle, it was like right before they leave for the woods, and Meg says, fine, but you better have my back. I had never understood that expression. Made me think of the kick me signs Artemis used to tape to my toga during festival days. Still, I nodded. Your back shall be had. <laughs> I love
1: it. He's such a little... <laughs> Your
0: back shall be had.
1: Your back shall be had. Yeah. Mine is similar Apollo being a little bitch. Um, opening of 24... Mermicate should be high on your list of monsters not to fight. They attack in groups, they spit acid, their pincers can snap their celestial bronze. Also, they are ugly.
2: <laughs> Real. The most Tell What other reason do you need than Uggo?
1: Yeah. Uggo ants.
2: No ugos, no randos. Oh,
1: Please. Offering time? Yeah.
2: My offering's for Meg right Mm -hmm. off the bat because she, why is she a little, like, battle machine?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and she's gone. I know, where did
1: she go?
2: She was hop, skipping, and jumping around with those swords, and alas, I guess Ant's too tough.
1: She hates him. Pour one out. Pouring
2: one out for Meg.
1: True.
0: I hope she's okay. She's got to be okay. This is only the first book.
2: (laughs) I was like a little like, oh my God, are they going to kill her? That would just be really daring from Randy.
0: We're like only like a a little over a fourth of the way. (laughs) No, it's like halfway through.
2: We were like halfway through this book. Damn. Yeah, they
0: wouldn't do that halfway through the first book of a series, but it'd be crazy if they did. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I was thinking about it. And I was thinking Meg too, but honestly, I- I'm remembering like how concerned Will was um, when they were gearing up for their quest. And I just don't want him to be nervous. Also, he like was the one to, he was like the messenger of the battle ukulele. So. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is for Pete. Even good.
0: though he's kind of stupid, which wants everyone to have a good time in the woods. Yeah. He also
2: his his boyfriend is missing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> his boyfriend is missing.
2: <laughs> that was my that was my reading of it.
0: I hate that. <laughs> Head Headcanon, The two geyser spirits are in love. Yeah.
2: It felt right to me. Mm. Who are we voting off? Big ant.
0: I don't want to say big ant. Like that's so boring. Um, they're funny. I'm nah. gonna
1: go off Apollo. <laughs>
0: real
1: word. I just he's he's being a real little bitch right now.
2: Bear.
0: I guess. Um. I'm going to give it to the beast again.
1: Oh, true.
2: Real. Was real. mentioned.
1: I also feel like I, it's like a rite of passage to vote off your godly parent, like at least once. That's
0: fair.
2: Yeah, that's real. I don't think I've ever, but v- oh no, that's true. We have voted off, uh, Aphrodite. She's yeah. been, pretty early on. Yeah. Here was Olympus. Aphrodite was great. Uh, for, uh percy jackson and the olympians <laughs> she was a little messy <laughs> and we stand we stand her for that we do mother um <laughs> with that that is all for this week folks join us next week where we'll be discussing
1: hidden oracle chapters 25 through 28 Make sure to follow us on social media. We
0: are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. We also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website. www.returntocamp.com
2: Don't let the ants bite.
0: Oh my god. (laughs)